You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Oh knows baseball. They fired Girardi. I'm, I'm going to bet on that. I got it at 50 to 1 for the World Series, 25 to 1 for the pennant. This is the time. It's just never going to get better. Joe knows basketball. Jokic is down to 8 to 1. Before the year started, I grabbed him at 33 to 1. Joe O knows the answers to your sports betting questions on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you. BetQL, you, they're punting on the football season and going dancing early. So this Saturday, the new BetQL, you, in the action tips off. It's a seven-hour college basketball live betting extravaganza. So don't miss the action every Saturday starting at noon Eastern. You can listen on the BetQL app or watch the emotional roller coaster on Twitch at BetQL. So that's fun. Um, We've got host Ryan Rothstein, Sean Bell, um, Mark Drumheller, lots of um, guests lined up for that. And it should be fun. A lot of action. That's a long time. So if you're really into basketball, college basketball, definitely dip into that this weekend. Um, We're going to dip into a little Joe knows right now. So we're going to start with a head scratching line here. We were just talking about the Minnesota Vikings and where we rank them. Um, Two and a half point dogs in Detroit this week. What do you make of this line? Do you think we're going to see some movement here? Uh, is this an overreaction to the recent Lions' success? Uh, what side do you like here, and what is your make take on this line? It is quite a trip if you just search on Twitter, Lions favored, and all the national NFL people that are like, what the hell is going on? How are the 10-2 Vikings an underdog at the 5-7 and seven Lions? And that's just not home field we we know by now that home field is not two and a half and certainly Detroit's home field is not two and a half uh there's there's a lot thrown into the mix now first off is there a luck factor with Minnesota yes there is are betters going too far on this luck factor I think they are a little bit even though yes a lot of luck with Minnesota 10 and 2 record plus 10 point differential unheard of I think what what's even more amazing is the one score games In the one-score games, which are many times coin flips, and and we know in most seasons you should be around 500 in some sense when one-score games. When you have a team that has a great record one year, a lot of betters fade them the next. Or if they have a terrible record in one-score games, they're going to be pretty good in the following season. Minnesota's 9-0. 9-0 in one-score games. The re- mm. And the, the metrics say their defense is terrible. They give up a, a ton of points uh, to some n- not the best quarterbacks. Let's say that. The 30th in yards per play. We just mentioned that. 6.0 yards per play allowed. Their defense stinks. But they have much better coaching. 
So I do think we need to consider that. They shouldn't be 9-0 and one-score games, but they're a better team overall. And with all the, the change in the organization, we felt that they would be. Now the Detroit side. This is the side that people are not talking enough about. Yes, they have a losing record, but they started 1-6. and six, And now they're healthy. When they were piling up a lot of those losses, they didn't have Amon Ross St. Brown. They didn't have Swift in the backfield. Who they, they believe, when you watch Hard Knocks, that that's their best running back, even though Jamal Williams is having the best season because he's still your rushing touchdown leader. So now they're healthy, and they've won four of their last five games, and they have a winnable stretch here. And they could make the playoffs. Seven to one to make the playoffs, I don't think is too crazy. So, I do, Aaron, I do think there's a lot going on. Um, and remember, Detroit's public. People have fallen in love with Dan Campbell. They want them to be successful. They watch hard knocks this summer. So when they're doing something good, people take notice right away. You don't have to wait until they have a winning record. People want to jump on that train. They want to be a part of that when there's some positive stuff going on with the Lions. So there's a lot going on. I think two and a half is too much. It's not getting three. That would be insane. It's not getting a three. But do you think sharp money would come in on the Vikings and this number, this line would move? No, because they don't believe in Minnesota. I think Minnesota Mm -hmm. stinks. They should be. Uh, they should have a 500 record. That's how they view Minnesota. And there's also context. The Lions for too as favorites doesn't feel great either. Yeah, I mean, there's, a, but it's under a field goal. Um, the, the the context with the Minnesota point differential thing is they got their butts kicked by Dallas, and they lost by three scores to the Eagles. Those are the two losses. So then it throws off the whole point differential thing. But, but yeah, there, there's a lot of luck. But I think people are overreacting, calling them the luckiest team of all time. Stop. We know they're not Super Bowl contenders, and they have been lucky. But it does feel like people are going a little bit too far. I think this should be closer to a pick. I mean, do you, do you view the Lions as better than the Vikings? Because the betting market is telling us today – that the Lions are betting better than the Vikings because home field is not worth two and a half points. I don't fully trust either team, but I would lean Vikings here and take them plus the two and a half. I, I would, think they're I, very I would, similar I teams. So I, I very just, similar. I probably trust Kirk and Kevin O'Connell slightly more. And then I guess, you know, they are on the road. So there's that. If I had to, I would just take the Vikings plus two and a half. They are very similar teams. That's a good point. Both have bad defenses. Lions for the season have been worse. Vikings are bottom three, too, in number of metrics that I just mentioned. And the Lions defense is improving. So if we're looking how teams are trending, the the Lions trend is going up. And the Vikings, it's been yes, the same trend throughout. I agree. Throughout. They've got some momentum. People are also kind of, you know, calling the Vikings lucky and disrespecting them a little bit and maybe even overlooking them. And they've just been pretty consistent, you know. Yeah. Um, so I don't – I agree that the Lions are such a public team. And it's hard not to like Dan Campbell and – you know, what we've seen from him so far since he's been the head coach dating back to the biting kneecap soundbite. So I totally get it. Um, OG plus says, does Joe O have any leans for weekly NFL leaders? This is a market he loves to uh, bet like most rushing, receiving passing yards or highest or lowest scoring teams. Okay. 
Um, I assume OG Plus is not looking for the chalk. He's looking for a little bit of value. Jeez, passing rushing leader. Let's see. You know, this we just talked to yeah, I was just gonna say it. We have the highest is that's the highest total, right? Fifty-three, mm-hmm. I believe so. High, highest total of the week, obviously in two indoors teams. If you're going with Okay, rushing leader. Are we going to get the rushing leader from this game? Probably not. We could get the receiving leader, obviously, with Jefferson and Amon Ross St. Brown, and we could get the passing leader. I do you think you'll get good a good number on golf? Like how he good? He was I played him last week in the Jags game, and he was in the mix. He was twenty two to one. So maybe you get a twenty to one, or maybe it comes down a little bit because everyone saw that last week. He was never who was it? Was it Burrow that ended up crushing it? But he like oh, by yeah. the end of the day, he was never in the mix. And also having a multi-touchdown lead probably hurts you there. Do you but think we can get a Detroit-Seattle game again? That's what you're yeah. looking for. Yeah, I do too. Definitely. You saw signs of it last week. And you know who I played for receiving leader at 125-1 to one, who was in the mix for a second? DJ Chark. DJ Chark. Oh, <laughs> was he in the mix? I mean, he had like 90 in that, like, he might have had like 70 at halftime, you know, but for the early slate, he was within the shouting distance. But again, with a two touchdown lead, kind of killed that. Needed the up and down track meet. So but Jefferson's like the... going to be the favorite, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've got another one coming in, unless you want okay. to stay on this. Um, um, does what? Joe? Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. You're good. Does Joe keep his units the same for most bets, or does he put more units on bets that he's super confident in? It's a good question from Bob um, B. Yeah, for the most part, standard. For the most part, it's one, but. You know, we do so much more in the NFL. I do bump it up in the NFL. But what if we're talking about uh, baseball betting, even college football, some of the other sports, NBA, those are pretty much standard, standard bets. But, yeah, I definitely bet more in the NFL. Most of my betting all season long is NFL. I mean, props too. I bet more, more on NFL props than I would any other prop throughout the season, which – this this past weekend was bad because everybody I bet on got hurt. All the overs I did, all got hurt. It was cr- yeah. ridiculous. Uh, OG plus one is asking how many units is Joey Money bags up this year? <laughs> this year, the entire year, or I don't. I, I have to look it up. He's I how so many units he doesn't even. He lost track. Yeah, that's why you got to listen to uh, BetQL daily. <laughs> yeah, well. No, it, it has been, it's been a good year because um, we warned people a few weeks ago about all those accounts that have been hacked. So I've been taking a, a much closer look at it than I usually do because I've been moving that money around, uh, yeah. change your passwords, people. Um, so, but no, it, it, it has, been a, has been a very good year overall. Uh, quick question for you. This one's from me. We were in our group text, you know, talking about, oh, should we bet the Giants 40 to one? And you were saying, you know, I wait for in season. Can you 
kind of touch on that. Um, you know, you are the king of futures here. Tell oh, us God. why you prefer to wait as opposed to, you know, jumping on, oh, maybe Aaron Judge is going to the Giants. Bet this, you're going to get a good number at 40 to 1 now. Yeah, and I don't have a problem if you bet the Giants at 25 to 1. I think they're, did, did that number adjust yet? Or are we still at 25? Because that's kind of crazy to me. That then that move was just based on Aaron Judge, and we were talking about it, that how it, it would be cut in half if he does go to the, to San Francisco. They're going to spend, they're going to add. Um, in most cases, if you take – there isn't one team that gets out to a great lead in baseball – and then they never look back. Once in a while it happens. It happened with the Cubs in 2016, even though that was a big-time sweat. But for the most part, it doesn't happen. There are opportunities to jump in on teams. Was there one for Houston? Probably not. Your best value was a preseason bet uh, with, with the Houston Astros. But over the course of 162 games, people quit on teams. Everybody quit on the Phillies. They fired their manager. How many times have we seen that in recent years where they actually get something done? There are so many opportunities to find value over the course of a Major League Baseball season, and I'd rather not have my money tied up for 10, 11 months on a future bet. Love it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Sebastian Salazar of ESPN joins us live from Qatar. He's at the World Cup. We'll ask him about that big upset we saw yesterday next. 